Welcome to the Cam Kashani Show, where we are redefining beauty, body, and self. The purpose and vision of this show is to help everyone feel beautiful, powerful, and enough to heal the definition of beauty, body, and self that you currently have to allow you to feel more empowered and self-aware, and as a result, love yourself at an unwavering, unconditional, and unapologetic level. I'm your host, Cam Kashani. Welcome back to another episode of the Cam Kashani Show. (laughs) Hey guys, I hope you guys are well. Hope everyone's doing great. Happy day, evening, morning, whatever time it is, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Thank you so, so much as always for tuning in. I am so incredibly grateful. Thank you. So jumping right in, cause we all know I don't dilly dally. Um, the topic that's on top of mind today is body image. And I've gotten a lot of questions from people around body image in different forms and different ways from body image of self to children and how they view themselves and various ways to be able to kind of tackle this, if you will. And it is a complicated topic because, and I have touched on this before, it's just such an important discussion that needs to be ongoing Because we are raised in a fucked up society, bottom line, okay? There's no arguing that we are raised to believe that there's something wrong with us. No matter what we look like, there's something wrong with us. That we, what we are is not enough. Who we are is not enough. How we are is not enough. We are not enough, period. We are not enough and there's something wrong with us. And the only way to be able to achieve absolute greatness is by buying all of these products that they try to sell us. (laughs) Wasn't that convenient? So we're raised in this society that tells us that, you know, if you don't look a certain way, there's something wrong with you. And it's interesting. I was at the beach yesterday and I saw this beautiful woman who, you know, could have been like just total beautiful model body, right? And I believe all bodies are beautiful, but I'm just trying to give you guys a visual. Um, Tall, thin, all those things. And as she removed her like swimsuit cover, she looked around and I could tell she was feeling insecure. And she was with, I don't know if it was her boyfriend or husband or what it was, And she looked at him and was like, and she covered her behind. And she was like, don't look at my butt. And I'm sitting there going, girl, do you know what you look like? (laughs) Do you know how beautiful you are? No, clearly you don't. And I can guarantee that most of you don't either. I can guarantee that you have some sort of conditioning or programming running that there's something wrong with you, that there's a part of your body that isn't good or that isn't perfect. There's a part of a bot, your body that you deny or hate. There's a part of your body B 
be it your on your face or on your body that isn't quote unquote perfect. Can we take that word perfect and stomp it on the fucking floor? Because perfect doesn't exist. There is no such thing as perfection. Perfection is in our flaws. Perfection is in the way we are as we are. There is nothing beyond us in this unachievable pursuit of perfection. It doesn't exist. And all of us sit there every day. I wish this part of me looked different. I wish that part of me looked different. I wish this was like this. I wish this was like that. Isn't it fucking exhausting to sit there and just deny every part of you every day? Do you know how much more happy and fulfilled you would be if you looked at yourself every day and said, I love my stomach. I love my breasts. I love my body. I love my butt. I love my face. I love this gorgeous creature that is staring back at me in the mirror right now. I am amazing. How many of you do that? That's me tapping my fingers. None of you. None of you do that, and it is not your fault that you don't do that whatsoever. It is definitely not your fault. This is the society that we've been raised in and how we've been programmed, so to say, to think and feel and be. We're programmed to believe believe something's wrong with us at all times. We live in a fear-based society. The media is all full of fear. I don't need to, I mean, you you know that. (laughs) Everything around us is fear and lack, fear and lack, fear and lack, fear and lack. And guess what we're made of? Love, love, love and abundance. That's what we're made of, not fear and lack. So our true nature goes against the narrative that we are being told on a daily basis and the narrative that we're programmed and the narrative that we are conditioned to believe. So there is this constant fight that goes on within ourselves, this constant fight that goes on between our mind, body, our ego, and our truth, right? There's a constant fight because there's a part of us that knows that it's not true. There's a part of us that knows that there is nothing wrong with us, that we are perfect, that we are beautiful just as we are, and that everything else is a social construct. Everything else is somebody else telling you, this is the way that you need to be. When in reality, you get to decide who you are and how to be. There is no need for us to buy into this horrible narrative that doesn't serve us. You know who it serves? The people selling products. That's who it serves. It doesn't serve us. It doesn't serve our truth. You are beautiful exactly as you are. I don't give a shit what you look like. I don't give a shit if you're overweight, if you're underweight, if you're, you know, short, if you're tall, if you're whatever, like who decided that this is what you're supposed to look like? It's supposed to be this tall. It's supposed to be this circumference and it's supposed to be these inches and it's supposed to be, you know, no wrinkles and big lips and like who decided? It's funny. I was having a conversation the other day and a friend of mine goes, you know, that person needed lip injections because her lips are really thin. And what came forward to me was, well, who decided that thick lips are, is, are what's beautiful? Why aren't thin lips beautiful? They are to me. 
And I'm sure there are many people who agree with me out there. It's just that the narrative out there says you have to have these big lips and nothing wrong with big lips. I'm not, I'm not putting anyone down here. I'm just trying to open people's eyes to this so, social, const, like socially constructed reality that isn't actually true. This societal conditioning that isn't actually true. And we all buy into it on a daily basis. And every time we look in the mirror and we don't absolutely love what we see, we are not only buying into it more, but we are killing our truth. We are killing our true selves. We are not allowing our true selves to shine through. So when it comes to body image, my question for you is how do you see yourself? When you look at yourself in the mirror, do your, are your eyes trained to go to your quote unquote flaws? Or do you take the time to look at the mirror and say, hey, body, thank you so much for showing up for me every single day. Thank you for breathing for me. Thank you for pumping my heart for me. Thank you for digesting my food for me. Thank you for putting one foot in front of the other. Thank you for letting me get up. Thank you for, you know, every aspect of my brain work, all these things that I don't even think about that just work. Wow, body, you are a divine, incredible glorious creation. And I am so grateful for you, body. Thank you. Is that what's going on in the mirror? Or is it a little different? <laughs> I would be willing to bet it's a little different. So how do you see yourself? How do you relate to your body with love or with hate, with love or with disgust, with love or with negativity, with love or anything else? And what would it look like if you shifted the narrative with your body to one of love? What if I gave you guys a challenge? And I don't know if you're going to do it or not. I'm just going to speak it. And look, as somebody who struggled with my body for so much of my life, I'm speaking from experience. I am not speaking just to speak. I'm telling you that I hated my body forever. I had so much body shame always felt something was wrong with me, always felt that my body wasn't nice, good enough, pretty enough, thin enough, 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 enough. I was, I was not enough, period. I had such a big narrative of that running in my mind and such deeply programmed body shame. So when I'm sitting here telling you this, I'm telling you this from experience and I'm telling you what works and what doesn't. I used to look at the mirror and I used to hate what I saw, no matter how thin I got. I used to look at the mirror and just be like, oh, look, but this area, oh, but that area, oh, but it's like a never ending chase, right? And what you chase chases you. If you don't take control over the way that you feel about yourself, you are forever chasing something outside of you. And my beautiful friend, you will never get there. You will never get there. There is nowhere to get to when you're looking outside of you. Everything you need is in here. Everything. Okay. So the love of self comes from within, does not come from outside, doesn't come from a romantic partner, doesn't come from someone beyond you, comes from you. Love of self, love of body, love of love of all of you is not going to come from that pill that they're selling that guarantees that you'll lose 10 pounds. You lose those 10 pounds, you're going to want to lose another five and you're going to want to then then you want to get more toned. And then it's like a never ending fucking cycle. So my challenge to you is what if you spent one week, five or seven days, you choose. I would go with seven. Go with one week 
of looking in the mirror every morning when you wake up and looking at the mirror for a minute each morning, just one minute, 60 seconds. We all have that time. I don't want to hear, I don't have time. I can't do it. I have the one minute. I'm giving you a challenge that is absolutely possible. Should you be willing to accept it? And should you feel called to go forward with it? Stand in front of the mirror for one minute and say, I love you on repeat, staring at yourself. It's uncomfortable as fuck but do it. It's going to bring up feelings. It's going to bring up different things. It's going to make you feel all of the feels. And it's possible that you don't feel anything because you might be a little bit disconnected from yourself and that's okay too. Whatever happens, let it happen, but try it. Try it. Looking at yourself in the mirror every morning. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. The first time I did this exercise, I literally cried within like 10 seconds because I was looking at myself saying I love you and then being like, but I don't treat you like I love you. And I started sobbing and saying, I'm so sorry, body, for all the toxins I've put inside of you, for the amount of shit that I've put you through, for not loving you, for not understanding you, for always bullying you. I bullied my body for such a long time. And so many of you do too. We're trained to bully our own bodies. We're trained to believe there's something wrong with us. We're trained to fall into this body shame space. We're trained to believe that there's something wrong with us. And I was sick of that. I was sick of that. I said, I want to know what it feels like to live without hating a part of me. (laughs) I want to know what it feels like to live loving me in my entirety, just as I am with no attachment to anything changing, just loving myself as I am in this moment. Can I do that? And so I started doing mirror work every day and inner child work and all of these beautiful exercises. And yes, I did it. I did it. (laughs) It wasn't easy because cutting through those years of programming that they've instilled within us is not easy. And it continues to be a committed practice. I don't allow myself to fall out of it. If I do fall out of it, I make sure that I get right back on because it's so easy to retract. It's so easy to go back. It's so easy to fall back into that negative narrative because that's all that's around us. What the fuck? It's all that's around us. All that's around us is you're not good enough. Did you lose 10 pounds? Are you getting wrinkles? Is there something wrong with you? We have the answer to fix it. Dude, there's nothing fucking wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. I repeat, there is nothing wrong with you. Stop buying into it. Stop letting them bully you and then you end up projecting that shit onto your body. That's what's going on. Their bullying is bu- their bullying is allowing you to then bully yourself. So you look at them and you say, you know what? I've had enough. I have had enough. I will not allow you world media and everyone else to tell me what I'm supposed to look like, how I'm supposed to be, what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm not going to let you do any of that for me anymore because I am a divine being, a divine creation and I get to decide what is perfection to me. I get to decide what get to decide what is beauty to me. I get to decide what makes me happy. I get to decide the direction of my life, not you. Fuck you. Okay? <laughs>
with love. No, but really though. You know how freeing that is? To just tell him no. No. I'm done listening to you. These are all things that humans created, so who gets to undecide them? Humans. There's no reason to keep buying into the misbelief and the myth that there's something wrong with you because there isn't. And you know, one last thing I want to get to around this topic and questions I've gotten is is in relation to children. I mean, I have two boys myself, twins. They're nine years old. And one of them the other day goes, Mommy, do I look fat? And I wanted to fucking kill somebody. (laughs) I mean, I had rage come forward inside my body because this beautiful little angel child thinks there's already something wrong with him. When I'm sitting there undoing as much as I possibly can, I mean, I am a very conscious parent. And anytime I hear anything like that, I'm like, no, you are beautiful. You are perfect. Da, da, da. Don't listen to this. Da, da, da. I'm always breaking down for them truth. And still, of course, there is, you know, outside influences that I can't do anything about that I have no control over. And so he's still like, is there, am I fat? And I just looked at him and I said, you are perfect. Don't you ever think there's something wrong with you? And don't you buy into this misbelief that there's something wrong with you? That is not you. That is not you. That is the world and its own trauma. Do not allow that trauma to come on to you. And it really broke my heart. So how do we get kids out of this? How do we approach children in a way where they're able to love themselves? Well, it starts with the conversation like I have with my children. That's an open dialogue of your body is beautiful and we feed it with nourishing foods that helps us feel great, that helps us feel good, that helps us feel strong, that helps us feel powerful, that helps us feel, you know, fueled. Instead of a bunch of disgusting snacks that these companies that are, the same companies that are selling you the lose 20 pounds tomorrow are selling you the Cheetos. (laughs) It's really funny. It's really unfortunate, actually. It's not funny, but it's also kind of funny. So talking to children and opening up this dialogue and reminding them that they are beautiful and perfect and reminding them that this is a narrative that's been created and that people are profiting off of us believing that there's something wrong with them. Be honest with your children. Tell them what's going on. Tell them the truth of the world. It's better than them thinking there's something wrong with them. Let them think there's something wrong with the world. Way better than thinking there's something wrong with them. And you do it in a way that isn't scary. You do it in a a very gentle way that, you know, the world is in a space where it falls into certain traps and we don't need to buy into those stories and we don't need to buy into those traps. There's different ways that you can color it for them. It's really, 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 really important that we remind our youth of their perfection, of their beauty, of their power. That we don't create another generation of people 
that think that there's something wrong with them, that we don't create another generation of lack and fear. So starting that dialogue with children is so critical, just having that conversation and reminding them who they are and then also remembering that if there is an issue with a child in regard to weight, energetically speaking, excess weight on your body is your body's way of protecting itself. I'll repeat that. Excess weight on our bodies is our body's way of protecting itself. So what trauma is there that is being suppressed? It's not about dieting and, you know, eating salad. (laughs) That can help to an extent. But if there is underlying trauma that is not addressed, then it's not going anywhere. And then you can go down an unhealthy road. I remember for me, my, when I really like looked at it and I looked at, you know, I grew up as a fat kid and I had weight issues throughout a lot of my life and whatnot. What it really came down to was I didn't feel safe in the world. I didn't feel safe in the world and I felt like I didn't belong, you know, and I had sexual abuse trauma and all this other trauma and I felt like if I, and I didn't, obviously this is unconscious, but there was a part of me that believed, not knowingly, that if I had this extra weight on me, then I'm protected. Hmm. As I sit here and I say that, I just remember that, and it's, I just have love for myself. We've gone through a lot, Kim. (laughs) But it's really, really important to realize that with children, if they do have excess weight on their bodies, what trauma is being suppressed? Where are they not expressing themselves? Do they have a healthy outlet to express themselves? Are you reminding them that it is safe to be them? Are you reminding them that it is safe to be a parent, to be, let me rephrase that. Are you reminding them that it is safe for them to be with you? Is it safe for them to be with you? What kind of a parent are you? Asking all the hard questions. But it's really important to remind a child you are safe, you are loved. And that any trauma that is there, we can get through together, we can talk through together. I know I just threw a lot at you guys, so I'm going to stop right here. (laughs) Um, If there's any thing that comes up for anybody around this as always feel free to reach out to me either on instagram at cam underscore kashani or on my website camkashani.com c-a-m-k-a-s-h-a-n-i.com and as always i would like to leave you with a question and the question that comes forward for me today for you is how would my life change If I decided to fully love myself, what would that look like? And breathe into that, sit with that, meditate on it. How would my life change if I decided to fully love myself? How much space would open up in your mind? 
how much energy would be freed. I love you. I'm sending you love, light, and healing energy. I hope this was helpful. If it was, feel free to share with friends. Go ahead and screenshot right now and send it to somebody. Sending you guys all of the love and blessings in the world and talk to you again soon.